What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Verzi Effect podcast show. My name is Paul Verzi, and today is, what is it, Tuesday, Wednesday, the, 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 not, I don't know, guys. Um, all I know is it is the beginning of the week, middle of the week, sometime in the week of the beginning of January 2019. Uh, you guys listening to episode 385. I say that because I am sitting in my beautiful hotel room in Budapest, Hungary, everybody. So I am sorry about the sound on this one. I wanted to put something out. I don't know what the length is going to be. We're going to get through as much as we could possibly get through. Again, I apologize for the sound. I have to. Uh, I don't have the ex- exact perfect mics on this one, but I did want to um, just get something out there to you guys, get, get the podcast out while I am out on this um, European slash Eastern European tour with Bill Burr. Uh, he asked me to come out here with him. We've been to uh, Cologne, Germany. We've been to Munich, Germany. We've been to Frankfurt or I guess Offenbach, Germany. We've been to Estonia. We've been to Latvia. And then tonight we were in Budapest. And tomorrow we go to Warsaw, Poland. Uh, and we end this weekend. We're going to do Prague, Czech Republic, and Austria. And then we go home. So it's coming to an end. We've been out here for uh, almost, I guess, almost uh, tomorrow or whatever. The time change is all fucked up, but almost eight, nine, almost 10 days. I don't know, but, uh, it was about a 13 day, um, 12 and a half day trip. And, and we're starting to wind down, down to the last, um, you know, uh, three or four days here. Um, Budapest tonight was amazing. I'll just tell you guys real quick how this has been going. Um, it was definitely an adjustment, okay? If you guys uh, have looked at any of my social media stuff, um, you would see the pictures and some things with me and Bill, some video, all that stuff. Uh, it's been really cool trying to, like, conserve my um, my voice. Luckily, I took the antibiotics before I got here, which really helped. We've been on airplanes every day, sometimes two a day trains through Germany because of weather. It's snowing out here. We went to the Baltic states. We literally flew over the Baltic Sea. We were in uh, Estonia. So here's what it's been so far. I'll give you guys the whole breakdown and rundown of everything. Um, Cologne was the first in Europe. I did not know what to expect, but it was a good gig. It was great. It took me about halfway through to realize it. What they do here in Europe is they watch the bit like it's a movie scene, like a, like that like the scene from a movie, and then when it's done, they decide to clap or not. So there's a lot of applause breaks, there's a lot of clapping, there's a lot of watching and smiling, but it's not like the states where there's like the the pacing is way different. They watch it differently here. Cologne was great. Munich was like America. Munich was like just a fire. Amazing crowds, clapping, laughing, great. Offenbach was, we did a 3.30 in the afternoon show and then an 8 p.m. show. The 3.30 show, I felt like, I mean, it was not a super struggle, but not great response. Um, Late show was a little better, but still was like, fuck. Uh, Estonia was work. 
they left, but I found out in Estonia, listen to this shit, okay? And again, I do apologize for the sound on this one. You guys listen to TVE 385 from Budapest, Hungary. I'm going to try to make it as good as I can for you fucking people. I don't know what to tell you. But um, Estonia was, I found out, stand-up comedy didn't get to Estonia literally until 2010. And I believe only one or two one or two people maybe have Americans have ever gone there. So um, they were dressed, overly dressed and really watching different. I mean, they did clap a little bit, but definitely like I was like, oh, man, what the fuck then? But it was OK. Beautiful cobblestone streets. It looks like something out of a, a you know, it looks like something out of a movie. They um, amazing like little shops and it's charming and it's smells like Christmas. It's it's really like really cool and different. The next night, we were in the home of my boy on the New York Knicks, Christoph Porzingis. We were in his home of Latvia, and we were in the capital of Latvia <clears throat> called Riga. R-I-G-A, really amazing people and way better than Estonia as far as crowd goes. Also, cobble streets, charming hotels, shops, and these cobblestone little narrow streets. Amazing stuff. But... um the crowd was just better. The crowd was just better. So it started to be like, okay, finally. You know, both of us were feeling the same way. And then tonight, Budapest, I don't even know what to say. It was like just being in America. And the the show was such fire from top to bottom. It was just amazing. Uh, They got everything. They were into everything. They're clapping. They're laughing. They loved it. They were roaring. It was just, it was just amazing. Um, but we're getting up 5.15, 5.30 in the morning, getting on multiple airplanes. So it's, it, it has been a lot. It's been a lot of travel again tomorrow morning, wake up, go to Poland. At least it's one flight. But this shit is like, it goes from like, oh my God, it's going to be great. I'm going to tour in Europe to like, all right, how many more days left? I got to get fucking home. I got to get out of here. Not that it's not great. Not that the hotels aren't great. The travel's great. You know, we're with, uh, me and Bill, we're with... Um, Club Soda Kenny, so we have security with us, doing all the logistics, taking care of everything. So things are kind of easy, but it's just waking up, going, trains, planes, automobiles, the whole fucking deal in countries that I never thought that I would ever be in, performing in. Uh, It's a whole new experience, different people, different looking people, different fucking accents. You know, Estonia, they were just like, I mean, they looked at you like, make us laugh. Fasta. Like it was fucking nuts, Estonia. Bill said something hilarious. He goes, I feel like I was performing for my life. Like some of these places. See, like we flew up, like we were in the Baltic. We were in like the fucking Baltic states, dude, of of Eastern Europe. Estonia, Latvia. It was fucking nuts. You know, this wasn't like some easy, like, you know, we were far, far away from home. This is how you know you're far away from home. When you're in Europe and there's already a six-hour difference, and then you fly to the Baltic, you know, uh, states over there in um, Latvia and Estonia. And then it goes another hour when you're seven hours different. And they just had that voice like, oh, hello. Da, 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 da. It was fucking nuts. I'm not going to lie. It was really nuts. Um, but we got to Hungary and I noticed somebody talking in the, um, 
lobby and I was like, oh, this seems different. And then like there were Americans flying here and I'm going, wow, a lot of people work here. Budapest is a very big like, you know, corporations come out here. Uh, people Transplants live out here. Cool city. And I just noticed and I said, I have a feeling there's going to be more Americans at this show than than others. And, and that, that happened to be right. So, um, you know, food, not great until, although I had a decent steak in Estonia, but I had a Wiener schnitzel in, uh, where the fuck was it? Uh, well, I had Wiener schnitzel tonight in Hungary. It was great. Uh, a lot of people I realize don't understand what Wiener schnitzel is. They think it's like a hot dog or a fucking sausage. It's not. It's a flat piece of like pork or whatever, like breaded, like a cutlet. It's really actually fucking delicious. Um, so we had that, but everything has been really good. I've been sleeping like crazy, not drinking. Cause I could not imagine waking up hungover in Europe and Eastern Europe at five fifteen, knowing, you know, that you, you didn't know what to expect. And this is the unique thing that I'll say about this trip. Um, the unique thing about this trip is every day on this trip, you're going, you don't know what to expect. You know, you don't know what you're going into. You don't know if you're going into a fight. You don't know if you're going into... Now, people are respectful. There's very, very, very minimal heckling. They kind of just go dressed up like they're watching a Broadway show, some of these places, because it's, it's newer to them, especially, um, you know, in, in the Eastern Europe, Latvia, uh, Estonia. But... You know, now it's 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 not like the states, of course, because if I was on tour in the states, whether it be an arena, a theater, a fucking dive bar, a comedy club, all different levels, I know who I'm talking to. I know the references are going to work. Here, I can't talk about gyms like Planet Fitness in, you know, that not in America. I can't talk about certain TV shows or make references to. I can't talk about stores or businesses or establishments that that the establishments that aren't here, obviously. So I'm basically like tailoring everything I have to Europe and then going to just what's in my act that's universal. Another thing that happened, and I hope I'm not boring you with this, but I'm just kind of letting you guys know because this is something that is like, you know, you wake up, you know what to expect. Here, you don't. It's like, oh, how are the people in Poland going to be? How are the people here? It's, it's, it's a whole different, unique thing. I think a lot of comics need to do it. I think a lot of comics are probably afraid to do it. I know that I was. I know that if I, I wasn't asked, that's why I'm appreciative to Burr for, for giving me the opportunity because now there are bookers and people and places and venues that want me back where I'm going to fly back here and I'm going to come back on my own and headline on my own because I go, yeah, I want to do that. You know, but... Um, it's, it's, yeah, you got to do it like a certain way. And, and I was halfway through my set last night in Latvia and halfway through my set, I go, I'm starting to figure it out. And it's just the universal, the family stuff. So other things just, it's hard to, you know, they know about Trump. So you could joke about that. They know about stuff in America. You could joke about that, but mainly you know, and Bill said something too. He's like, yeah, you talk about your family, this and that. And it's true. Like I'm talking about my wife. Obviously, everybody's got kids. So that stuff has really started to to been what resonates, I think, with the most with people. And as I'm doing this, I'm learning. But the cool thing is being funny anywhere is fucking awesome. You know, B 
being funny around the world is a really, really cool and amazing thing. I'll tell you what is hard, though, um, was not watch like the football playoff games. As you guys know, I'm an NFL guy and I can't watch. I can't watch anything because we were in Germany and one game wasn't televised and we're eight, uh, six hours ahead. So the late, the late game, like the four o'clock games are on at 10. If there's an eight o'clock game, it's like whatever, two in the morning, can't do it. I watched the little bit of the Bears and Eagles in German, but I was able to watch the game, but they, the announcers were in German and I fell asleep during that game. Um, but I did pick the Colts to win, so let's just do that. I want to do that. I'll also obviously get into the sponsors. Uh, the Verzi Effect podcast, guys, is sponsored by Capper Network. Capper Network, go to them, sign up for free. It is the best sports prediction, uh, online sports prediction site there is. Uh, you choose the game, you choose the sport, you choose the odds you like, and the more you win, you get up on the leaderboard. People can buy your advice if you start killing it on there. You can make money that way. You can make money by looking at the leaders and betting with what they bet. This is for all, all different levels, whether you're novice, whether you're, you know, somebody that wants has been handicapping for a long time. It it all is there. You could um draft a handicapping uh handicappers on there, get like a, your own capping team and make money that way. Look at the leaderboards, bet that way. There are people that are crushing it on there. There are people that listen to the Verzi effect that go on there. So if you're that dude, I called it person. If you're that, hey man, I knew that they were going to win. You can do it. You pick it, you prove it, you profit. Please everybody sign up for cappernetwork.com. You can log in. It is completely free to get a profile there. Okay, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to just do my NFL picks now while I have this. Uh, <clears throat> this podcast might be all over the place. Like I said, guys, I was going to wait until I got back on Monday. And I'm like, you know what? I'm in the middle of fucking Europe right now. I'm going to go to sleep soon because I got to hop on a plane. Let's just bust something out. You guys are the best. You guys are the best listeners. I hope everybody had a good New Year's, by the way. Uh, New Year's Eve, I did fucking nothing, which was amazing. And uh, then basically two days later, I had to fly out to Europe. So I don't know what life is like in 2019 in the United States, except for all of the uh, social media stuff. I saw Trump did this, Trump did that, the wall, the shutdown, all this stuff. I'm not watching. Fuck him. This and that. So I realized that not too much, too much has changed. But let's go to... Um, Let's go to football. I'm going to knock these picks out now. I'm going to read your posts and all that stuff. And again, just want to apologize if there is any um, issues with the sound or I don't know if it's popping when I use my B's and my P's. I'm sorry about that. I just wanted to get this out. Um, actually shooting, uh, doing this one on the iPhone 8 Plus instead of having the big, you know, huge microphone into the computer and the whole fucking thing. So this is kind of like an old school... TVE episode 385, which I like because I'm doing it from fucking Budapest. So it's kind of like probably like their technology. I'm just kidding. It's great out here. It's amazing. Uh, Capper Network. Let's do this. Let's do it. Come on. Open up, you fucking Hungarian internet. I don't know what's going on here, guys. It's not. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Capper Network. Sign in. Pick it, prove it, profit, everybody. I really don't understand. If you guys didn't, if you guys listen to the show and you like sports and you didn't get this for free, I, I don't even know how I could help you. Look at Kelly Meyer. Is that Kelly Meyer? 
Number three on the leaderboard, 30-11-1. He talked all that shit that he was going to beat me and be up there, and he is. Congratulations to the Shakespeare shit himself, Kelly Meyer, who is number three on the leaderboard at 30-11-1. You could hire Kelly's picks for $3.50. See, he's making money. Kelly gets it. I love that kid. Uh, I know. I don't know why I called him a kid. He's a grown man with children. Sorry, Kel. Okay, um, let's go to picks. Let's make these picks. I like um, prediction history. Where am I at with that? Oh my god, I got killed. The list. What is my percentage at? Let's see what my percentage. My percentage must be. Uh, God, I'm scared to look. 42%. I'm 51, 69, and 3. I stink. I'm almost... I'm 467. This is embarrassing. But in my defense, I've been traveling and it's been hard. But here we go. Playoffs for my bread and butter. I didn't even get to pick the fucking games because I flew out here. But I did have the Colts. I... I had the Colts, I had the Bears, I had the Chargers, uh, and I had the Seahawks. So I think two of them would have been a push. One was a win, right? Well, anyway, here we go. Let's make the picks. Let's make the picks now. Uh, Let's go to NFL, and let's make some fucking picks here. Okay. I like who's... Come on, why is it not going to make the picks? Profile, public. All right. Make picks. Here we go, guys. Here's the NFL playoff picture this week. Saturday, January 12th, the Indianapolis Colts travel to the Kansas City Chiefs. The Kansas City Chiefs are favored by five. This is a tough one. Here's what I would do. The Rams are playing the Cowboys, and they are minus 7.5. I would do a two-team tease. I don't think you can do that on the site. you got to go straight up. But for you gamblers out there, here's what I would do. I would do a two-team tease, and I would get the Cowboys getting 13.5. As as annoying as as this is to say, and um, as annoying as their fan base is, the Cowboys are playing well. They're clicking at a right time. 7.5 plus 6 gives you 13.5. And then I would take the Colts either at 11. I would do either one of the teases with the Colts or the Chiefs. So for you people that don't know what tease is, you get 6 points. Uh, you could add or sub, you know, you could add or subtract to the line, but you got to do two games. So I would definitely do the Cowboys as one. So instead of seven point five, I'd give them thirteen point five and take them. And then I would either do the Indianapolis Colts getting eleven or the Kansas City Chiefs getting one. Either way, that's what I would do. But I have to pick here. I'm on Capper. Here we go. I'm taking Mahomes. And I'm going to do three units on Capper. I'm taking uh, Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs after the bye, okay, to beat 
the Indianapolis Colts by at least six. Uh, I am going to take... I hate to do this. I think the Rams will win the game. But I am going to take the Dallas Cowboys getting seven and a half because I think they're going to lose by three or four. I think the Cowboys are going to lose by three or four. Um, I don't think they're going to lose by eight, but I do think they're going to lose the game to the Rams, by, but not by that much. So I'm going to take the Cowboys. I'm only going to risk a unit on that, and I'm taking them plus seven and a half. Now, moving to the AFC, the other AFC game, the Chargers are plus four. The New England Patriots are minus four. This is a tough game. If I was to tease, I would tease the Chargers getting 10, and I would tease the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, no, I would tease down eight points, the Saints down to two, and then the Saints only got to win by three. But you can't do that here, so I need to make a decision. Uh, the spread is four. And the Patriots are favored. Do I think the Patriots are going to beat the Chargers by four? You know what? I'm going to say no. I think if the Patriots win the game, they're going to win by three. I'm taking the Chargers at four. And I'm going to put two units. Risk two units. For you people that go, what's he talking about units? I don't get it. What's units mean? Units are the things that you risk. You could risk up to five on capper. So I'm taking the Chargers, getting four, even though I think the Patriots win by a field goal. And as far as the last NFC game, the Philadelphia Eagles are playing the New Orleans Saints. It is minus eight, which means the Saints are favored by eight, which means they have to win by nine for you to win that bet. And I think that they are... Oh, this is a tough one. This eight number is very, very cunty. You know, it's a little too... Too close for comfort here. If it was like six, that would be one thing. Um, I'm going to take the Saints. I think Nick Foles and the run is done. I'm going to put that to three units. I think Nick Foles, you know, I think that they should have lost to the Bears. In my mind, they lost to the Bears, and then the guy fucked it up. And I know that sounds nuts. Like, oh, Paul, you can't say that. They didn't lose to the Bears. You know, they beat the Bears. Yeah, well, the Bears kind of beat themselves, and Nick Foles threw two picks in the game. I don't think he's got the magic he's got from last year. I think he did enough to earn some more shit in his career. Um, I think the Saints blow, it up, blow him out of the water. I think the Saints win the game by 14 or more. I'm taking the Saints. Eight points. I just talked myself into it. There you go. Go to CapperNetwork.com. You could do the same for free. Okay. And of course, guys, obviously, All Things Comedy. Go to All Things Comedy for your uh, podcasts and your your content, your comedy shows, your cooking shows, your travel shows, comedians like Ari Shafir, Bert Kreischer, Bill Burr, uh, myself. There's just a ton of stuff on there, uh, a ton of podcasts, ton of albums. They did my special Friday night in New York City. Um, Jessica Kirsten will be shooting her, um, Bill Burr Presents special for Comedy Central on all things comedy. She's the third one, um, so check that out as well. Let's talk to you guys, see what you guys have to say. All right, let's see here. This is from, uh, a long one here from Kelly Meyer. And Kelly Meyer, by the way, congratulations, Kelly, on your Capper Network dominance. 
Don't get used to it, buddy. I've been busy. This has been a busy year. But I'm 42%, so fuck me. Uh, enemy territory, soldier field. That's where the Bears play. Let's see what the Shakespeare of shit himself has to say. Paul, you mentioned um, on 384 that you wanted to hear people's stories about attending sporting events amongst fans of the opposing team. Here's my story. On December 23rd, 2007, I attended a Packers-Bears game at Soldier Field. I went with my brother-in-law, who is a diehard Bears fan. As you know, I bleed green and gold. Four Super Bowls and 13 World Champions. Haters, go fuck yourselves. Uh, he's a Packers fan. The Packers were 12-2 and going into that game and already had locked up the division uh, and a first-round bye. I remember, Kelly, because my Giants won the Super Bowl that year and I was afraid to go into Lambeau in four-degree weather. Uh, the Bears were already eliminated from the play uh, from playoff contention. I wore a custom-made Packers sweatshirt that had every single starting quarterback from 1993 through 2007 for both Packers and Bears listed on the back. Each year for the Packers had one name, uh, Brett Favre. Uh, the total number of Bears starters listed was around 25 in the same time frame. Yes, I was extremely confident going into this game, and my sweatshirt showed that I was a that I was cocky about it. Before the game, most of the Bears fans were pretty good sports about my sweatshirt. Some even asked to take a picture with the back of it. Uh, they all liked the two lists of quarterbacks. But once we got into the game, that changed quickly. My brother-in-law and I sat in a section that had almost zero Packers fans. It was a sea of navy and orange uh, the closest Packer fan to me I could see was at least several rows and 40 seats away. Many factors turned a decent afternoon into an absolute disaster. First and foremost, my sister's husband ditched me halfway through the first quarter to say hi to some friends in a different section, and he returned at the start of the fourth quarter. So I was all by myself for most of the game. The Bears led 10-7 at the half on their way to an absolute pounding of the Packers. Bears fans made it a point to give me a hard time with every mishap um, for the Packers. After a sack of Brett Favre by Alex Brown, a Bears fan ran down probably 10 uh, rows back, pushed his way down the aisle I was sitting, and proceeded to air hump in the direction of my head and made dick-sucking gestures as he walked away. Uh, as he walked away, I said to him, hey man, I hope one day you can cheer for your team to win instead of cheering for my team to lose. He turned around and pu uh, puffed his chest, but I didn't react, so he left. At this point, I thought, uh, what, more can I, what more could I do? I was all alone, no backup, and my team was getting absolutely destroyed in enemy territory. Uh, when Brian Erlacher had an 85-yard pick six in the fourth quarter, I honestly thought for a moment that I might get tortured or murdered or something. The pandemonium was insane. People were telling me to fuck myself, go fuck my mother, that Brett Favre was finished. Almost any insult you could think of, the final score, 35-7 Bears. Go go fuck your mother. There it is again. I don't get it. I don't get it. 
I don't get it. Fuck the Packers. Fuck those quarterbacks. Fuck your switcher. Go fuck your mother. It's like, why would I? That's my mother. Um, the insults and mockery continued right up until the game ended. When the clock hit triple zero, I'd had enough. I stood up, turned around, and at uh, the absolute top of my lungs, I screamed, good luck in the playoffs, fuckers, and threw up both my middle fingers. Again, the Bears were already eliminated from the playoffs. Several people threw drinks at me. One guy even tried to get in my face, but my brother-in-law told him to back off. On the walk back to the car, several people pushed or tried to trip me. The insults I heard that day would make a sailor blush. Wow. That was the worst football watching experience of my life. Anytime you hear about people traveling to Lambeau to watch their team uh, take on the uh, Packers, you always hear the same thing. Win or lose, Packer fans are the nicest people ever. Bears fans uh, at Soldier Field are unruly pigs. NFL history note. That was Brett Favre's last game at Soldier Field in a Packers jersey. The Packers advanced to the NFC Championship game only to lose to Eli Manning. That's right, I remember. Um, And those guys, him New York football giants, I only hate your giants when they beat the Packers in the playoffs. The silver lining there was the G-men beating the 18-0 New England Patriots in the Super Bowl. Sorry, Bill Burr. Most of the country hates your Pats. I was in Boston for work during the Super Bowl. If you've never seen a drunk Patriots fan have a complete meltdown, I highly recommend it. Uh, excellent post, Kelly. Thank you so much. Even when you're not talking about shitting yourself, uh, it's always great. I do remember the history. I do know exactly what you're talking about. I remember Coughlin made the Giants practice outdoors in that cold weather. And I believe you guys did not, if I remember. I'm not trying to be a dick. But I believe they said that Coughlin made the Giants practice in the freezing. Um, but I don't think that that, at the end of the day, had anything to do with it. The, the interception that Favre threw in that game was why we were able to go down and Lawrence Tynes hit the field goal. I was in uh, Cleveland watching the game, and I ran out in the streets of Cleveland when it was 10 degrees, and I put my hands up and I screamed, yes, and some people in the streets started booing me. Um, but I didn't care. And then obviously we go on to win, we go on to win, uh, Super Bowl, um, 42, uh, which they call catch 42, which was David Tyree helmet catch. Uh, when, by the way, Eli Manning escaped three fucking sacks. So let's not forget that. Um, anyway, you guys listening to 385 TVE. We're talking, I'm talking to you guys a little bit about what you guys wrote in. I am in, uh, Budapest, Hungary right now. Uh, on my way tomorrow to uh, Warsaw, Poland. That's right. We're winding down a 13-day tour with about, I don't know, three or four days left. And I'm not going to lie, as great as this is, I want to get the fuck out of here. I miss my family. I'm done listening to, oh, would you like to hear these fucking voices and accents? Not that they're bad, but it's just um, enough. Just enough. Uh, maybe in a half hour, in a half hour or so. Oh, thank you for coming. It's it's like uh, enough. I'm fucking done with it. I, I listen. The people are great. The venues are great. It's great. I'm just fucking ready. I'm ready. I miss my fucking kids, and uh, you know, 
I don't need to hear siphon back up. Jesus, Blaga. It's the Empire. Ooh, hello. Ooh, what's going on? I, I'm done. I'm fucking done with it. I'm done with the planes. I'm done with. Oh, national. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to be leaving, flying to so and so. And then fucking translating it. I'm done. I'm just fucking done with it. I miss my kids. I'm fucking, you know, I'm just tired. Uh, here we go. Um, texting unacceptable from Scott. Scott says, hi, Paul. I've got an unacceptable um, related to texting. People that reply to your text with copying and pasting what you just said, uh, what you just sent them with a like or love in front of the original text to say they liked or loved your text is utterly unacceptable to me. It's the most disrespectful and disingenuous way to respond to somebody. Um, with being 30 years old, you'd like, uh, you'd think I'd fall into my generation's trap with all the social media influence and bullshit affecting daily life. But I say, fuck that. You're going to be, uh, you're going to be so insecure. You can't even reply with something uh, of your own. Even a single word reply would suffice. Or even not replying at all is more respectful than saying you liked or loved what the fuck I just wrote. Uh, can't we all just be a little more human? Unacceptable. Good luck in Europe. Uh, working out new material for your next special. And you're almost to 50% uh, to Capper Network. Get after it. <laughs> Scott. Well, thank you, Scott. Um, yeah, it's quick memes. It's quick pictures. It's thumbs up. It's, yeah, it's just, um, you know, that's the way of the world right now. Texting is just people want, you know, everything is just quick. Everything is just, you know, this, that. You'll say something and you can't even say something without somebody sending like a picture or something or a meme or this and that. And it is what it is. We've grown very, um, just, I'm not going to say like not warm, but it, it's, it's a, it's like a patient list. There's nobody's got patience. It's just now, now, go now, get this here, get, you know, it's just, that's what it seems like. So, um, I hear you. Thank you for writing in and, um, I appreciate it. Let's see. This one is from Samuel. Oh, and Samuel said, congratulations on your latest special European tour. Uh, I saw that your destination is Riga, Latvia. I am an American, but I was lucky enough to visit Riga this summer to visit family. Uh, when in Riga, I frequently visited a bar called uh, Folk Clubs a la Pagrabs or Ala for short. The food and beer was incredible. On the 8th, um, when you're in Riga, Ala is holding a folk music jam. That would be worth checking out if you want to absorb the real Latvia, which is weird, but a good time. Enjoy Europe. Yeah, we didn't, unfortunately, man, we just really haven't had time. Like me and Bill walked around Germany a little bit. Today, we kind of, you know, we're just, we're in Budapest, just checking some things out on the street. It's a little cold. It was cold and snowing all day yesterday. So there's snow everywhere, but really cool. Um, didn't get a chance to do that, but thank you so much. Um... Uh, Samuel, I appreciate it. Oh, and the last thing I want to say is I have a listener here, Blair Stewart, who um, I guess used to drink a lot and uh, used to, you know, he used to write in all the time, but I guess he was he was struggling and he had wrote me, uh, Blair did, and he said that, um, you know, I guess what I went through with my depression in 2016 really hit home 
And I said, you know, just remember, don't drink and stay clear headed during that depression and just, you know, fight through it and talk to people and and you'll get through it. Apparently, uh, Blair did that. And not only did he do that, but uh, I believe that he has a a child. I believe that he is um, not in the darkness anymore, which is amazing. And if I had anything to do with that, I, I, I appreciate it. Uh, that he's letting me know, but if I had anything to do with it, that's why I do this. So um, I'm glad you're doing well. But um, you know that that's all you could ask. If if I did this podcast for fucking ten years and two people got their lives saved or got out of the shit that I was in in 2016, it's fucking worth it because I know what it's like, and I never want to be there again. So um, that's awesome. But he also uh, wrote a book. Um, his dream, I guess was to uh, become an author, and he did. And uh, he wrote a book called Miracle Uprising by Blair James Stewart. Uh, and uh, you guys can check that out. So go in and, and search that and get the book uh, and read it. It's called Miracle Uprising by Blair James Stewart. And it says an epic about a boy that has to face multiple battles, battles in his young life. He must face forbidden love and actual warfare. The biggest fight he will face is the one in his mind. A mental illness is killing him and he doesn't know why. It is a painful biography that has been translated into a figurative high fantasy. So check that out. Um, congratulations. I'm glad that somebody who listens uh, listened and did something, you know, because it's not, listen, I'm a comedian, this is for fun, this is funny shit sometimes, but sometimes it's just talking, it's just, you know, life, and uh, if it could help anybody, that is fucking amazing, so please check that out, Miracle Uprising by Blair James Stewart, thank you guys for writing in, Um, as far as my unacceptable, uh, I can't even say unacceptable, because, you know, I'm in Europe right now, and I can't, I don't know if somebody's attitude or somebody's niceness or, or lack thereof is unacceptable just because I don't know if that's like the way that they are. You know, there's definitely been some things that were said and people have talked and been like, wow, that was a little, you know, but I was in Europe and Eastern Europe. So I don't know the, you know, the, like, I don't know if I see somebody's actions here and go, that's acceptable or unacceptable because I'm not in my country. I'm not, I know what's acceptable and what's not acceptable at home. You know, we all grew up, I mean, listen, obviously common human manners. You know, if I I saw somebody taking a shit in the streets of Hungary, I'd be like, yeah, that's probably not, you know, I don't think that's like, you know, the custom here. But you guys know what I'm saying. I'm basically saying like, um, you know, just fucking, I didn't see anything that was, you know, I mean, there was a really rude flight attendant on the way from, um, was it Vienna? Or no, to Vienna. There was a rude flight attendant from Latvia to Vienna today. She was an asshole. You know, she's just one of those, you know, blonde, very Nordic, deep accent. And uh, I was just like, yeah, can I have water? She's like, sparkling or regular? And I was just like, um... I don't know. I know I just sounded like an old man and she didn't sound like that at all. But she had that like sparkling regular, like it was just, she was just not cool. And I was just like, yeah, like I'm not like, you're, f- first of all, if you're not happy here, I, you know, whatever. 
You're some Nordic blonde chick who probably does not want to be working on a fucking airline in a funny outfit that matches. And, and you're taking the shit out on, on the silly American face. Hey, fuck you. But other than that, it's just been little things like that. But nobody's been um, mean. Nobody's been... Uh, I, I haven't, so I guess I really haven't seen an, an, an unacceptable, um, the air conditioning in Latvia wasn't great. My room could have definitely been cooler. I don't know if you could say that that's unacceptable. So I'll get back to the unacceptable when people, oh, here's what I will say. Here's what, here, you know what? I actually, I'm going to take that back. I do have an unacceptable. The food here may not be as good as other places, but you definitely get great food here. I mean, I've had a couple of good meals here. Definitely some food has been terrible out here. I'm not going to lie. But here's the thing. The food out here just feels better. You can, you can feel, we were talking about it and just talking about how the American food has the chemicals and like it's poison and some places like won't even accept it as food because it's, you know, you see the cheese and these, these portions. So being here... And then going home to America and seeing what we're eating, it's unacceptable how there are in Germany. I saw two fat people in the country, in the country, you know, they're tall, they walk, they're lean. Like it's not all about food and our portions are just, I mean, we just, we'll take a cheeseburger and just submerge it in fucking cheese whiz and take it out and eat it like that. We got to have fucking rubber gloves on to eat it and bacon's flying out of it. Everybody thinks it's funny and great. It's fucking disgusting. So um, they eat a lot better and there's a lot less fat people out here. 100% lets me know that a lot of the shit we're doing as far as food wise is unacceptable. Um, what else do we have? I did not see any, um, I didn't, obviously I did not see it. Oh, I did. I did see a movie and I can do a fucking, I can do a review of a movie. I did. We were on, um, Lufthansa flight. Remember the Lufthansa heist in um, Goodfellas? Well, we flew Lufthansa from, where did we go? From um, Newark Airport to Munich was the first long flight. And they had a bunch of movies to choose from. And I saw Bad Times at the El Royale. And I liked it. I enjoyed it. It had violence. It had darkness. It had weirdness. It kind of did flash forward and flash back, kind of like Pulp Fiction in a way. I'm obviously not comparing the movie to Pulp Fiction, but it had that kind of, you see something happen, but then it goes backwards to see how it happened and in another view, which was pretty cool. Um, I thought uh, certain acting was, was really, really good in it. Um, I got to be honest with you. Every single thing that I've seen Jeff Bridges in, I've liked. From fucking Seabiscuit to Bad Times at El Royale, to just any movie that Jeff Bridges is in. I'm a Jeff, I am. I'm a Michael Bolton fan. I celebrate his whole catalog. No, I am a Jeff Bridges guy. Let's go down the list of Jeff Bridges movies. Um, his brother Bo, uh, Bo Bridges. All right, here we go. Jeff Br- Bo Bridges, he, he, was, he wasn't in enough, but... Uh, let's see, what did he get? Oh, see, Bohemian, Jeff Bridges steals the show at Golden Globes. Yeah, Jeff Bridges won something, I think, for Bohemian Rhapsody. I didn't even see it. But let's look at his IMDb. 
So you people going, oh, Jeff Bridges is all right. No, Jeff Bridges is under-fucking-rated. He was in the Big Lebowski. He was in True Grit. Uh, he was in a bunch of movies that I did not see. I didn't see uh, that at all, but uh, that's right. He was he's the Big Lebowski. He was in um, Arlington Road. He was in, yeah, wow, he was in a lot of shit. Blown Away. He was in Fearless. He was in uh, The Fabulous Baker Boys. He was in um, Kiss Me Goodbye. Oh, my God, look at the movies. This guy's been in a fucking The Last American Hero. Um, yeah, so, I mean, he's been in a lot. But Biscuit was, you know, he was in Tron for you Tron people. But you guys know what I'm saying. He was a great actor. The Kings, I mean, Kingsman. The Golden Circle. Anyway, Jeff Bridges crushed it in um, Bad Times at El Royale. I really, I, I like him. Jeff Bridges, born December 4th, 1949 in Los Angeles, California. Um, I did not see Bohemian Rhapsody. I am so fucking sick and tired of these award shows from what I'm hearing. Saying, we need to do this. And it's so nice that this. And it's so nice that that's happening. What else? What else is nice? Is it nice? Bill told me that people are getting on Brian Cranston's ass because he's playing a quadriplegic in a movie with Kevin Hart. And people are saying it's insensitive to people with disabilities. That's where the fuck. Are you out of your fucking mind? That's why I don't watch that shit. I don't care. I don't fucking care. You know, I don't want to get upset. I'm in Budapest, Hungary right now. I don't know where the fuck I am, guys. I'm sleep deprived. I don't know how this podcast went. I don't know how it sounds. I don't give a fuck. I did this for you. This is the free podcast. I'm going to put a Patreon out with Bill Burr tomorrow. Okay, but uh, I, I don't care. You know, how this... I'm out here. I'm, I'm fucking tired. Uh, I, I ate food that I don't know how it's going to digest in my body. And I got to get on an airplane to Poland from Hungary tomorrow. So that's where I, so I, I, you know, but I'm fucking done with this shit. I'm even, even overseas in Europe, you just see like, this group is upset now. Oh, and this group is upset now. And Kevin Hart can't host the Oscars because he did a tweet when he was four years old about something that, that a certain group doesn't like. And this, and it's like, when is it going to end? Brian Cranston, so that means that people would be upset Back in the day when Dustin Hoffman played Rain Man, because they should probably get a real regular art, a, 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 a regular autistic kid or or an a, a autistic actor to really count the amount of toothpicks that fell out of a box. It's like, what are you talking about? They're actors. They're paid to do that. You know, when when is it going to end? You know, so is there going to be a movie where Denzel Washington plays a, a criminal and he's great and all of a sudden like a movie like Training Day and they're going to go, wow, that really depicts black people in a bad way. Like when is it going to end? Can't it just be an actor playing a role? Can't it just be somebody that made a mistake when they were younger and tweeted? Does everybody have to lose everything? Fuck out of here. I'm not going to be mad in Budapest, guys. There's no reason for me to be bad, uh, mad in, in Budapest. I tried to say mad in Budapest at the same time, and it came out bad. I'm tired. I'm jet-lagged. It is, um, what time is it now? Yeah, it is 5.56. It's, it's dinner time in, um, in New York. So I'm going to, unfortunately, guys, I'm going to cut this one a little bit short. It's almost 50 minutes. It's almost an hour. I'm going to put this up as soon as possible. I hope it sounds good. If not, don't worry. 3.86, we'll be back um, on Monday when I get back to the States. 
Thank you guys so much. Check out Capper Network. Um, and I can tell you this. Germany, Budapest, Estonia, Latvia, all amazing places. Best crowds. I hate to do this, but Munich, Latvia, and 100% hands down best, not even close, Budapest, Hungary is the fucking shit. I would come back here. I would stay here. The city's awesome. The food is awesome. And the comedy crowd was one of the best, not only that I've done in Europe, but maybe ever. That's how great it was. So check it out. Um, if you ever get an opportunity to come out here, it will be worth it. Um, for more dates and stuff, guys, I will be headlining all over the United States uh, this year, 2019. So check out my dates on my new website. Thank you guys so much. I will talk to you all soon. This has been um, episode 285. Uh, enjoy the playoffs. Enjoy your enjoy yourselves, everybody. And um, the next one, I won't be as tired or fucked up or out of it. So, I mean, not that I'm, fu- I'm not fucked up, but I mean, like, just time change and all that. All right. Uh, wish you well. Take care. New Patreon coming uh, this week, too.